0: Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com/drama for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain.
1: This summer, own your style with Macy's whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a backyard
0: staycation.
1: Macy's has all that you need.
0: Shop brands like Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. Macy's has all of your summer must-haves. Summer dresses, matched sets, volume sleeve tops, espadrilles, mm. wedges, straw-crafted bags, bathing suits, and so much more. Oh my gosh, the free-for-all. Shop
1: at Macy's.com slash style. In Puerto Rico, if you can hear the
2: music, you're invited to the party. Sometimes it's salsa, sometimes it's plena, sometimes it's reggaeton. No matter what rhythm is calling to you, when you hear it, it is always time to dance.
0: In Puerto Rico, you can't step outside without hearing music because music is life there.
2: No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. First of all, you don't know me. (laughs) We're
1: all about that high school drama girl, drama girl. All about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl. Drama girl. Cheering for the right team. Drama (laughs) queens. Drama queens. Smart girl, up, girl. Fashion but you're tough girl. You could sit with us, girl. Drama queens. Drama queens. Drama queens. Drama, drama queens. Drama queens.
0: You guys, we needed this episode so bad. Welcome. 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 Hey, hey. season four. I loved this episode. So good. Episode 13 pictures of you. I wish we had Mm. all these pictures. How come we never got copies of these? I know. Somebody sent us some presents. Damn it. All right. Give them the synopsis. (laughs) Give them the rundown, ladies.
2: Okay, kids, this episode aired originally February 7th, 2007. A class assignment reveals the deepest secrets and desires of Luke and the students at Tree Hill High. Worried about college prospects, Antoine turns to Haley, while Nathan wrestles with Deb's suicide attempt. Chase learns that Brooke cheated on her calculus exam, All nudity and drugs run rampant in the halls of the school. <laughs> surprise, <laughs> surprise. I... I don't know what it is. Like the last couple of weeks, these, syno- these synopsis, is that the plural? Synopsis. I don't like them. I'm like, I feel that these are undercutting the importance of an episode like this. I don't know. Yes, Whatever. But it
0: has to be titillating to get your attention. <laughs>
2: Perhaps. So much more that happened in this episode. This episode
1: is a testimony to how teenagers talking about their feelings and just having conversations mm-hmm. is great TV. It's oh still God, really interesting. Right.
0: Like nothing
2: bad sh- happened. 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 Nothing, nothing happened. Guys, it's one class. Yeah. Like, yeah. and that's the cool thing. You know, when you, when you edit your hour of television for network with commercial breaks, it's 43 minutes. And, and the, the teacher that's at the beginning, uh, John Capellas, the, the custodian from the breakfast club, iconic get for us says, you've got 45 minutes. And it's so cool to have an episode actually take place in the length of time of the episode.
0: Love it. I mean, we could have Ugh. made this show run forever if every episode was just like a class period. <laughs> like <laughs> the whole season. Like is 24. Just like, yeah, yeah. The whole season's just like <laughs> a couple of days. No big deal. We
1: would have been so old by the time senior year <laughs> oh my was up.
2: <laughs> senior year would have been seasons one through 10.
0: Yeah, fine. Um good God. To your point, so that John was a big get, big, huge, huge get. Because we all grew up watching The Breakfast Club and John Hughes movies.
1: Yes. Yeah, and
0: Seinfeld. What is your favorite John Hughes movie? Because that was, you know, for the kids that watch our show on streaming right now, and Mm -hmm. they watch our show as kind of this like retro, you know, throwback thing. For us, it was John Hughes movies. Like, I watched them obsessively in high school to the point that I joined the John Cryer fan club in <laughs> high school because I loved Ducky so much from Pretty in Pink.
2: Yes.
1: Like, I didn't watch John Hughes movies growing up. For me it was I, I was that was like a, a few years before my time. Mm-hmm. Um and so I just was watching I was either watching like really old, like Turner classic movies, which mm-hmm. is kind of, I think probably where your retro love for John Hughes movies came into. Cause we all loved stuff that was older, but yeah, but I don't remember what I was watching. I didn't start watching John Hughes movies until I was in my twenties and was like, wait, mm. what did I miss? What did I, what I, did I
2: miss? I love, uh, I just, I did. I loved them so much. And I, I got into interestingly enough, this season of the show I was watching Breakfast Club on repeat, and Bevan and I were living together Mm -hmm. in L.A. She was my roommate in L.A. She was coming back and forth because she was starting to audition for other stuff because she was doing so well on our show, Mm -hmm. and I will just never forget there was like a holiday break. I think it was when I was going home for Thanksgiving, and I had the flu. And I got home and just crawled on my couch Mm. and turned on the breakfast club. My mom brought me soup. And I was like, I'm miserable, but this is also my best day. And I watched (laughs) the breakfast club twice. Just like back to front. And I was like, play it again. So (laughs) good. My favorite one was Curly Sue, though. If I had
1: to pick, like, I think that's just because that was the one that he made during our actual era. Everything else was Mm. made That was a John Hughes movie?
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, I totally
2: didn't even know that. I've never seen that one.
0: Curly, Curly Sue with Kelly Lynch? No.
2: Oh,
0: oh my yeah. gosh. Jim Belushi and Kelly Lynch. It's, it's okay, so Okay, great. Good. She's she's this little orphan, like a con artist. It's great. Okay. Dude, watching John Hughes movies as an adult with my preteen child has been an eye opener. Because <sighs> like you, Sophia, uh-huh. I it's all warm and fuzzy. It's like these movies are my childhood. I love them so much. And then you sit down and you watch, you know, Pretty in Pink with a little boy, and he's like, or The Breakfast Club. He's like, this movie's disgusting. The way they objectify this girl and the fact that she picks that rich. Pull over ducky like my child was (laughs) mad like three quarters of the way through the movie he's like i love this last quarter he's like this is stupid i hate it (laughs) i watched the breakfast club with him at the beginning of the school year because i thought it would be a cool way to kick off middle school like seventh grade Eh, yeah wrong wrong he was so grossed out by everything that they did to Molly Ringwald and then the bad yeah. makeover they gave Ally Sheedy at the end where they took her from being the weirdo and made her look like a middle-aged grandma by like totally. frosting her makeup <laughs> yeah and, and so it's kind of um, it's kind of strange to look at this episode which is so deeply based on The Breakfast Club mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and I think this one holds up you know yeah. it's not quite well, as quite as gross
2: <laughs> They're it's not-, not and I and I will say I think what's interesting as you look you realize that as every decade passes you look back on your warm and fuzzies and you go oof that didn't that didn't age great okay nope. <laughs> but i think the overarching idea to joy's point is that kids talking about their feelings trying to find their way However flawed those movies look to us now, however flawed certain episodes of our show look to us now, I mean, God, Joy, we had a field day with last week's episode. We were just like, <laughs> what the fuck is happening? Oh, my
1: God, I know. there's and so this things. comes.
2: <laughs> we missed you. We were just That's like, this is scary. Um, but, <laughs> but, you know, then you get to an episode like this, and it's like this is the best of what it can be. Yeah, and, absolutely. And these, all of these kids trying to find their place – trying to do their best, trying to figure out, you know, who they are when no one's looking Mm -hmm. and what they can say when barely anyone is around. Like, it's beautiful. I mean, maybe that's what's fixing it.
0: Maybe that's what's fixing Mm. it, is teenagers sitting around talking about their feelings. Because The Breakfast Club, which took place in the 80s, is talking about how they cannot relate to their parents who grew up in the 60s and 70s. And then Mm -hmm. our show is taking place in the early two thousands, talking about how we don't understand the grown ups and the world around us that existed in mm. the eighties, and so maybe yeah. this new incarnation of teenagers sitting around talking about what nightmares we are <laughs> and dissecting shows like ours is incredibly helpful because with each generation of teenagers that come through, hopefully the conversation is getting more honest and like making mm-hmm. everyone um, more empathetic to each other. You know? Yeah,
1: I've I. That was a major. That was a huge. Probably the overarching theme of this episode is empathy, because it made me that moment at the end when Lucas walked up to Glenda's car. Mm-hmm. It really got me. It made me emotional. Um, me too. Just ugh, being able to put yourself in the shoes of someone who you don't normally spend time with or whose eyes you don't normally look through. Um. There was something so beautiful about that. And, it, and I hope that it seemed like at the end of this episode, if I was a teenager and watching this, it would make me want to go to school the next day and reach across to somebody that was really different from me who I didn't normally mm-hmm. interact with.
2: Mm-hmm. It's such a cool idea for an assignment. You know, the the icebreaker of it all makes that possible. And I, I loved Lucas and Glenda. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Like, and by the way, I, there was a moment where I was thinking, like, these are the scenes I wanted to see last week between Lucas and Peyton. Damn yes, it? girl. Can Damn I tell it! You how
0: jealous I was. Uh, I'm like, look how were much, you? Look how much fun they're having, just talking uh, to each other. It looks so nice. It was such
2: a good storyline, and and yeah, the way they bridge that divide yeah. as these two characters, and you see, you know, from the Jimmy Edwards episode in season three, who she is becoming and the way she is kind of hiding herself and at first she says that that's out of anger and dismissal and then she admits it's a little out of fear and i don't know there's something in the way that they're able to open up to each other maybe because i think we said this a few episodes ago maybe it's a little lower stakes when it's someone who doesn't know you as well Mm. but oh man i loved it and highlight
0: we finally got lucas as a goth i mean I We've know. been begging for this for weeks and we got it. We were, the lead up it, to it was seeing all the makeup on the ground, and I'm like, yes, yes, hold on it. And it was like a split second. I needed to I like know. live in like deep eyeliner, Lucas, for yeah. more than a split second.
2: Definitely I wanted more. I wanted like the nail polish and the eyeliner. I mm. could have done mm. without like whatever they put in his hair, but you know, whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not the department head. It's not my job. <laughs> Amber Wallace deserves a huge so shout out. Because she really Did such a great job carrying this, you know, her portion of this episode. Mm -hmm. To come in as a recurring guest star, she was not a part of our normal family. And so to be able to have her come in and carry that weight on a hundred percent level playing field with everybody else um, was really impressive. Um, I thought she was so understated and honest in her performance. And she brought Mm -hmm. out the best in Chad, too. He did such a nice job. You could tell that he really trusted her. And that's unusual for a lead in a series with with a guest star that comes in. Because we have so many people that rotate through. It can feel hard to fully trust um, an actor who you don't know very well when you get a constant rotation of people. And yeah. um, it's a real testimony to her abilities. So I just wanted to give her a shout out because she's great.
2: Absolutely. And they had such good chemistry. Yeah. And I love, again, you know, <clears throat> this notion that it's so important to talk and get vulnerable to figure out where you are on your journey. I love seeing chemistry between two characters like these that isn't laced with sexual tension. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because so Finally. much of it is and it's like, oh, God, I want more of this. I want more scenes like this. Yeah. Beyond their their sexuality. People are interesting.
0: Yeah. <laughs> What's so funny, though, the boys get to do that all the time. Like Lucas had his friend, that girl he met out on the basketball court. He and Daniella yeah. got to have like a platonic thing once she was like, we're not working out. Um, yeah, yeah. Peyton and Lucas were platonic for a very long time. Uh, and he's platonic here. He's platonic with Haley. Like, he gets to do that all the time. And Nathan yeah. also gets to do that a lot of the time. But for characters like Brooke, you know, or not really Pey- Peyton's a uh, f- nightmare. Um, but for like <laughs> Brooke... And Rachel and the other girls, mouth is the only one they're platonic with and literally Mm -hmm. everyone else is like just laced with innuendo. And I wish that everyone had gotten those platonic relationships because of the things that I've maintained from my high school experience, I mean, you guys know I'm friends with all my friends from high school. And it's because we were all like pals and grew up together. And I don't know, I wish the girls had more opportunity to lean into that. I do too. You're not going to have to kiss everybody. And
2: you know what I like about you bringing that up is that in a way, that's what Shelly is talking about in this episode. Liz's whole storyline revolves around Shelly saying, I don't know why I have to either be Mm -hmm. a radical virgin or a slut. I'm just a girl. And I I like boys and I'm nerdy and I'm excitable. And sometimes I feel awkward and, and it's that's that's the truth. Like, th- there seemed to be this really kind of extreme um, spectrum for, for all the girls. It was like, you wanted to sleep with everybody or you slept with nobody. And it's like, we're, that's kind of not real. The point. Friendly, <laughs> right. it's,
1: it's funny that the, it's so ironic, though, that they were writing that for her and trying to make that the point. And yet her photo at the end was I so know. sexualized and so... That that was something that would belong in Maxim magazine. A photo yeah. of a girl with yeah. no top well, on. It says teen. You listen, know what I mean? It's listen so gross. to what
0: we say. Don't look at what we do. That's kind of the yeah. Vibe.
1: I, I was like, where they they nailed the photos with everybody except her. That was the only one I thought. Oh well.
0: We, we yeah. Could, what we could have represented that better?
1: I mean, even if she was just standing in a white t-shirt, like uh, what in the middle of a I don't know what a, what is it, like a normal sitting at a desk. I don't know. I don't know. What yeah. do you think?
2: I don't know. It would have been... I think what would have been really cool, and maybe we just didn't have the capabilities with the tiny Canon elf that we were taking <laughs> photos on at this era, but I would have loved to have seen if they had split-screened it. So if you had given her half of that photo and half of a photo of her in the clean teen shirt and the jeans, and like I like the idea that she's like, no, I'm both of these things. but But yeah. to go from... You know me as a clean teen and here's my wild side. I was like I I I kind of feel like the point of her conversation is I run I run the length of this spectrum actually, and all all girls do.
0: Well yeah. oh, we have the easy answer. You know? She should have been wearing her clean teen shirt, but like cut off the clean what? part so it just said yeah. teen yeah with the yeah, leather pants dull. like both yes.
2: so easy exactly yeah. <laughs> exactly cut clean teen into a crop top since those were a big deal then because we were mm. all missing the top half of our pants
0: <laughs> lean into the
2: 2007 style and like yeah say both and just
0: leave it at teen just leave just, teen. Teen. just standing
1: there with a backpack slung over her shoulder by one of yeah. the trees on the campus in a teen shirt yeah it would have been really cool. Okay. It, okay. We it, rewrote
2: it. it Fine. Good. Yeah. good.
0: In my memory, yeah. it's different now. Go awfully <laughs> far. You know what I did
2: love though, and Joy, you weren't you weren't with us last week, but Liz was saying how much she really enjoyed filming that whole sequence with Lee. That the Shelly and Mouse storyline that that despite everything going on behind the scenes, filming with him, she felt really safe and protected, and that that scene was really fun and i love knowing that that yeah. you know despite us looking at it and going okay they really they took it real far in the writers room mm-hmm. that that they were able to have like a really great positive experience together is nice to know they had great chemistry oh. i loved that that when they're walking <laughs> at, out on the edge of the quad and they're both they both have their hands in their pockets and their shoulders are kind of up and they're just walking side by side but they're so not touching cute. but they want to hold hands like That killed me the way they were mimicking each other's body language. I love these
0: two. Yeah. It felt like doing theater this episode because we all all would work like two or three days with just our person and we got to do longer scenes and it really felt like scene study with just one partner and... We didn't get to do that very often. Normally, our world is so like there's 800 extras, and you're on the quad, and it's chaotic. And the fact that we all just got to do scene work
1: was a nice, absolutely right. That in Mm -hmm. fact, you could take that entire episode and put it on stage. Yeah, (gasps) different vignettes (gasps) in different areas, and it it would live on its own. It could totally live on its own. You don't need to know any of the characters because they say everybody explains everything about themselves to each other. So the whole episode lives on its own as a play. Even if you don't know any of the characters.
0: Like joy, we have to do this at a high school somewhere. We should. (laughs) We have Somewhere in America. What's our new honey grove? Um,
2: Also, I love that you're like, let's do it at a high school. And I'm like, let's take it to Broadway. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, this, I actually think this would be, like, incredible. (laughs) Friends, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. (laughs) Oh, that feeling just walking in the door and it's like... (sighs)
1: With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence.
2: Get yours now at a retail store near you.
1: I think this is such a brilliant invention, and I wish somebody had come up with it earlier, but I'm glad we have it now. (laughs) You know, I've been doing theater since I was a little kid. My mom has all these videotapes of me and all these productions, and then we also have all of our family movies and all of the family photo albums and all of the everything that just takes up so much space. And I'm so grateful that Legacy Box created this whole platform to be able to condense these amazing memories down into something
0: that's actually tangible and easy to access. Well, and with Mother's Day fast approaching, it is a great gift for the whole family. So you can relive moments like wedding days, first steps, or the embarrassing haircut you had in the 90s. You can (laughs) reconnect with your family's history and hear your grandmother's voice again for the first time.
1: Yes, the process is so easy. You just send in your legacy box filled with old VHS tapes, camcorder tapes, and pictures. And their team professionally digitizes everything by hand,
0: In the USA, you'll get everything
1: back on the cloud or a thumb drive along with your originals. It's so easy.
0: Yeah, I mean again, the VHSs, my my new project is that I found Jeffrey's big huge storage containers of VHS and he was making TV shows in the late 80s early 90s that I never got to see. This so is my tight. chance. So, all of his pilots that never that never aired, girl, right? I love oh. those old beta tapes. Yes. <laughs> so, you guys can do this too. Join over 1.5 million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories. Just go to legacybox.com/drama to save 60 percent during their best mother's day sale ever that's legacybox.com slash drama my wayfair account has been <laughs> <laughs> guys it's one of those passwords that i just store on my computer because i'm always logging in whether i'm doing something from my house for one of the charities that I work with, we're re- you know we renovated the teacher workrooms at my kids' school. Wayfair is just the best resource for any and all renovation projects. I agree. I'm finding a great price
1: on the perfect new piece for your home. It's super satisfying or for a place that you're contributing to. Wayfair is the place to shop for everything home from sofas and beds to dining sets, decor. They have it all. You can find thousands of huge deals site-wide up to 80% off like Hillary just said. And the selection is pretty unbelievable. I feel like anything I need to find that has to do with home, whether it's faucets for renovations or rugs or outdoor patio furniture or
0: chandeliers or gadgets for your kitchen. It's all there. That's right. You can find everything you need for your living room, outdoor areas, bedrooms, and more. And they have a huge selection of home goods, ranging from appliances and area rugs to beds and wall art. And it's all on sale.
1: On sale. Wayfair has something for every home, no matter your style or budget.
0: Don't miss Wayfair's biggest sale of the year to get everything home. Head to Wayfair.com now to shop Wayday for three days only. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R dot com. Wayday ends May 6th. So I play this little game every morning where I leave the house looking decrepit and then I drop my children off at school and then I get to my office and I take out a nice cute little bag that came with my Thrive Cosmetic order and with just a couple of products, I'm able to look like a normal, happy, healthy human again. It's incredible. I love these products. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Now, a few of my favorite products include their incredible Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner. It's easy-to-use waterproof pencil, holds like wax, and blends like a powder. Just line brows to give them some structure and create natural-looking strokes of hair to fill in sparse brows. It comes with a spoolie brush to lift and tame brows after applying the pencil, and there are eight shades to choose from that adjust to your natural brow color for a perfect match every time. Now, my other favorite product, I've been talking about this forever, is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. Their unique formula creates tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. And it's super easy to remove, you guys. This is my favorite part. It just slides right off with warm water Doesn't leave smudges, doesn't pull your eyelashes out. It's incredible. It's nourishing ingredients support longer, stronger, and healthier looking lashes over time. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash drama. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash drama for 10% off your first order.
1: Let's talk about uh let's talk about our characters. I loved Sophia watching Brooke um be honest and vulnerable yeah. and not getting anything out of it. Like mm-hmm. she I don't know that she normally does. I, that's not like a comparison, but I it was just nice to see someone do that. But she was just so real and honest with him and at the risk Mm -hmm. of losing something that she, she did really like this guy. I mean, okay. It had been like a day, but you know, they (laughs) (laughs) how long does she know him? Like three days. Yeah. But for her, those emotions felt really big and it's so scary. Every time you get a new opportunity, um, it's scary to risk it.
2: Mm -hmm. And something I loved about it is that it's really the first time that you begin to understand more about her inner life and it's such a great scene because this is true for so many people chase when she admits that she feels like she's not enough and i i said this while we were watching i said you know it's the only time i'm glad that the that the boss like betrayed my trust because that was a conversation mm-hmm. that we had had and i remember god i remember getting the script and feeling so I just felt like naked. Mm-hmm. That, what that, was
1: the conversation? Would
2: you, what you were you just talking just, you know, about how, how you felt that how way growing up? Liked or what? To yeah, take our sort of most personal stories and then would use them in the show. And for me it, it had been so hard and it had been long before this to to admit feeling that way. And to then see it come around in a script, I was just like, Oh no. Yeah, without getting like,
1: a phone call of like, yeah, you hey, know, that was really inspiring to me. I, I feel like we could yeah. really use that with Brooke and a I lot of girls will girls, be touched by this, blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah, we'll
2: relate to this. Whatever, yeah, there no. was no warning. And, and especially now we're at the point where we knew we couldn't trust our boss. So it's like, oh, yeah. God, I shared something with you before I knew I couldn't trust you and now you're using it against me. Oh. Yeah. But it's truly the only time I will ever say I'm so happy my confidence was betrayed <laughs> because this is such a powerful moment yeah and what i love seeing about it is that as she admits this chase is like what are you talking about and he lists all of the accomplishments that everyone on the outside sees Mm -hmm. and she gets to say without saying it that's performance i'm expected to be perfect in my house and it doesn't matter Mm. nobody cares about me nobody calls me nobody supports me nobody asks me if i'm okay so i show up and i do my best and it doesn't matter Mm-hmm. And it's such a beautiful representation of you know the old adage like money doesn't buy happiness success doesn't buy happiness you never know what's really going on with someone so yeah. be kind and and to have this girl explain that to everyone else what makes her look like a success story is just like weight on her shoulders and it and she feels small oh i loved it i I loved learning that having to give myself permission to say that as this episode aired and the mail started coming in and it still comes in mm. and people send that photo over and over and over again and they say this is how I feel
1: that's such a
2: universal truth
1: is so iconic it's like generationally iconic it's one of those photos that anywhere you are if you mm. see that you know exactly what that is and what that moment is and what mm. that represents it was really exciting to see that
0: come to I life because I don't so much. I don't
1: know. I feel like I did watch this episode, but it's been 15 years for yeah. sure.
0: I liked Brooks' yeah. level of embarrassment. Um, do you mm-hmm. know when you've been confronted with some of your own bullshit and you have yeah. to make the choice of like denying it or admitting it or mm-hmm. turning it into a tool like yeah. Actually, don't be mad at me. You should really feel sorry for me because the reason I lied is this, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Brooke just kinda sits in this puddle of embarrassment in a way where it's like, you know what? I did f up. And yeah. it and you wanna know what's worse? It's like, I fucked up some more. And here's yeah. some more stuff that maybe you didn't know about me. And why don't mm. we just get it all out? Like <laughs> yeah. Like to sit in your own embarrassment is a mm-hmm. sign of emotional maturity that mm. it took me a minute to like figure out what exactly I was watching. Because when she's sitting mm-hmm. in the classroom and she's talking about her parents and all this stuff, I was like, what is this? You know, is Brooke mm-hmm. trying to... I couldn't I couldn't really put my finger on it, but it, that's what it yeah. is. It's embarrassment. It's like, I'm just mm-hmm. going to say all the things because you're already out the door. I don't have to worry about you dumping me again because you've pretty much... Don't me earlier today. But <laughs> yeah. we are still stuck together for the next 45 minutes. So, so let's, exactly. just, let's just let it out. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Being embarrassed is like the worst, especially at that age. And yeah, yeah to have someone like see through all your hard work. <laughs> mm-hmm. I worked so hard at this veneer. Um, yeah. And this boy is in town for five minutes.
2: Yeah. And, and, and he cracks it. And I think there's something really powerful too, you know, for parentified children who grow up being trained to be perfectionists. It's very easy to to bolster your image, mm-hmm. to tell a little white lie that feels like it's not important. Yeah. But to your point, when somebody goes, "Well, but you lied to me," and you realize yeah. how that makes someone feel, you can see her wheels turning. Of oh. I've been pretending to be perfect for so long that I haven't paid attention to what it's cost me. Mm-hmm. And it's just cost me you. Well, very similarly to Lucas and Glenda, it's like, I there's a, in a deeper way, obviously, for Brooke and Chase, but not much. It's only been a date. <laughs> it's like, well, I don't know you that well, so I might as well, uh, you know what? Cool. We're here. I'm just going to, I'm going to lay it all out. I'm going to practice honesty.
1: Yeah. It's so oh. good. It's good for the soul. Mm-hmm. I saw that in um, Bevan and Rachel too. There was something so yeah. honest. Mm-hmm. First of all, what a great performance Bevan gave at the end. Oh, that scene. That, <gasps> whoof, that lead up, just getting mm. to that place where she was just patient, just sitting there waiting, letting Rachel spin and act out and do all her craziness. Mm. And then finally standing up at the end and being like, all right, it's my turn to talk now. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so good, Beautiful. but
0: then pivoting right back into pleasantness it's like yeah the snap yep, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you exactly what I think and then I'm gonna get back to business because I am mm-hmm. an adult I'm a professional yeah I'm gonna you know again yeah. emotional maturity I can tell you what yeah. I think and not throw a temper tantrum about it and now we're moving on you you know? Know? that's right <laughs> that's right isn't that funny that Bevan
1: who is so sort of seems like wild and fun and kind of ditzy and cute and whatever. And like, Oh, she's going to be just fine. But that she's got, she actually has a solid head on her shoulders and she's like, got the over, over eye, um, bird's eye view of things that we used to think Rachel had, but where she can sort of look over all of it and go, all right, this will be over soon. I'll be somewhere else. I'll just let, if you, if you need to be crazy, I'll, I'm happy to sit in the bimbo slot for a little while and let you be, it's actually a super alpha move. To yeah. just sit back and let the other people spin because they need to
0: and not have to step in all the time. Well, and, but don't yeah. you find that that is kind of exactly what our relationships from our youth are? Like you pick your role and then it doesn't matter how many decades go by, you mm. fall right back into that role. And so yeah. if this little group of chicks needs Bevan to, you know, to play the bimbo, yeah. like you said, Okay. I can I yeah. can do that. If you need me to mm-hmm. play a different part one day, I can. But this right, is it's fun. not
1: actually threatening her identity. Like she knows who she is. So yeah. stepping into a role for someone else t- for, to make it easier for someone else to figure out who they are, that's really cool to be mm-hmm. able to just go, "Okay, okay, if that's what you need, go ahead. I know who I am, so I can float."
2: Yeah, it requires such a supreme amount of confidence. And it's cool with all these people in this episode, we're get, we're getting to peek behind the curtain. Some are, you know, the initial peaks and some are these deeper dives into people we think we know really well. And now we're learning about a whole nother level. Mm. And it's so amazing with her storyline. We think we know exactly who Bevin is. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, oh, no, I there's so much going on in here. But you guys all seem really stressed. So I make jokes <laughs> right? and I make you laugh. And like, are you okay? And mm-hmm. you just go,
0: oh, shit. Like she's, she's laughing you know at everybody else. I and we didn't even Bevan know. is the one person who has parents on our show.
2: <laughs> yeah, right? probably. Yes. Like she goes home
0: to a mom and a dad and like maybe an older brother or something. Skills mm. does too, by the way. He's, yeah. He
1: just told us Skills has a family. He's a, he's fine. He's all right.
0: All the kids that have parents are fine. <laughs>
2: they're doing great. <laughs> God.
0: And they're, and they're dating each other, by the way. It's like the healthy kids find each other <laughs> and they're like, we don't want to mess with this other train wreck over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll yeah. just stay together. Um, speaking of skills, like you two, oh. magic. Magic, magic, fun. magic. You had fun. And it was yeah. like you ate up the impression scene. Ate it up.
2: Oh, my God. Joy had, I had so much fun Doing at work Scarface that day. with your crutches. So funny. We had a blast.
0: Did they give you a list of people to impersonate? Or you just like made shit up?
1: I think they asked me. Well, the Al Pacino thing was there, but then they were like, do you have other impressions? Like, do as many as you can think of. So I I did, because I don't know, I did Katie Holmes and then I think I did a Drew Barrymore that didn't get in, which is so crazy because like, I am actually really in love with Drew Barrymore and I just love (laughs) doing impressions of her because anyway, um, but it didn't get in. And then the, uh, I don't know what the other one was. The mary but, kate nashley Chad- Olsen bit. Yeah. Oh yeah, Mary-Kate-Nashley. Oh, yeah. Like, but Chad did such a great mm-hmm. job with the impressions too. He yeah. threw himself
2: fully into those. Yeah. Like, he cracked me up. And it's so funny when Glenda thinks that <laughs> his Gollum is Elmo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah. just like oh, undercuts because he does such a good impression of it. And it. Yeah. And you just see him deflate and like, obviously it's written, but God, it's so, so funny. <laughs>
0: No, it was good. We got to do yeah, stuff that fun. we didn't normally yeah. get to do. And I think yeah. that's. Who were, who were you guys impersonating? I didn't catch It was, that. It was right when. Um, oh, Borat. God. Borat. You guys came were doing out. Borat. Oh, Borat. Yo, I hadn't seen Borat, but James was obsessed with it. And so yes. James was asked, like, who can you impersonate? And he was like, we're doing this. And I'm just like, uh, yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> cool. And it was before we had iPhones, so I couldn't, like, look it up. I didn't know right? what it was. And I was like, so just tell me what to say, and I'll say it exactly the way you want me to say it. <laughs> that was that was on James.
2: Friends, is there anything better than a clean and fresh-smelling home? I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. <laughs> oh, that feeling of just walking in the
1: door, and it's like... With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like
2: confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you.
0: Friends, we need a second to talk about Squarespace. Squarespace has so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of the product features that I love is their asset library. You can upload, organize, and access all of your content from one place. With the new Asset Library, you're able to manage all of your files from one central hub and use them across the Squarespace platform. They also have flexible website templates, so you can get started with one of their professional website templates with designs for every category and use case. Then you just customize your look, update content, and add features to fit your unique needs. You can make any Squarespace template do what you want, so your idea, your brand, or your business stands out online on every device. Plus, they will make selling your products on an online store a breeze. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more – or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com.
1: Okay, friends, we are here to help you out. Mother's Day is May 12th. That means it's fast approaching. So instead of scrambling last minute this year, Hillary and I think you should try Macy's for your Mother's Day gifts.
0: Oh, we sure do. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. You can shop by price, like $25 and under to $100 and under. Categories like fragrance, handbags, and more. Or their gift lists like... For the mom who has everything, or for grandma, or for gifts that are already wrapped.
1: Macy's is making it so easy on you. Find top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frame, Polaroid cameras, Samsung smart TV, the frame, which I have a couple of love them.
0: They're all at Macy's.com slash gift finder. Head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day.
2: It's also cute watching... Peyton and Nathan doing the same impression back and forth because you, it's like sibling energy.
1: Yeah. It's so silly
2: and nerdy and sweet. And, and it's like, it's almost a full circle when we talk about how Lucas and Glenda and Brooke and Chase are able to get really vulnerable with each other because they don't know each other that well yet. Mm -hmm. There's an inverse that happens with Peyton and Nathan where, it's like you know each other so well, you've seen each other through so many things that you become the only person besides Haley that he tells about his mom. You mm. you've settled into this almost sibling like energy, which can happen with like, you know, the first person you ever fall in love with when you're young. Yeah. Years later, you're like, We're bros. Like that's yeah. that dork. Like, oh my God. And they say the same thing about you. And you guys personify that energy. You know, even when he's trying to be like, we were good. And you're like, we were the fucking
0: worst. Look at my hand. It's broken. Like,
2: it's all so great. I was trying to
0: figure out that bit, too. But it comes full circle because this idea yeah. that, that Nathan is a martyr, mm. he starts off this little experiment by being like, hey, so I carved your initials into these weight plates and like, we were good, right? And it's like he's playing a part. He's like, yeah. mm. he's like, we got to do this thing together. And I do care about you, Peyton. Like, I know you've been through a lot lately. So I'm going to say this, I'm going to say this flowery thing. And mm. we've watched Nathan do that all season. Like, I can't commit to a school because my wife's not here. And mm. I'm going to try really hard to be the like good guy with Rachel. And my parents are nightmares. But mm. he's been trying to say all these flowery things because it makes the people he loves feel good right? Mm -hmm. And he tries to do it with Peyton in this episode and she Mm -hmm. laughs in his face and is like, cut the shit. (laughs) Like, Ah! no. uh -uh. yeah, And and I think that's what the whole gist is. It's like, I know you're trying to be captain of the team for every situation in your life. You want to be team captain Mm -hmm. for your wife, for your parents, for your sibling, for your friends. That's such a good way to put it. For everybody. Yeah. you don't have to be my team captain, man. I know you're a fuck up. I have the broken knuckle to prove it, you know? Yeah. And I think we also in our lives feel a lot of pressure to be grand or super mm-hmm. present or just like be a lot for everyone. Um, mm-hmm. And so I appreciate the patents in my life that are like, hey, I know you're a nightmare. Like, stop, you don't have to do this. <laughs> Put it down. Put it down. Yeah. And so I liked that Peyton got tasked with that message of like, Mm-mm. Yeah. Like, you you exist. You matter. You need to take up space. Yeah. yeah. You should have picked the college you wanted to go to, Nathan. Like, like yeah. have a moment. Let yeah. it be yours.
2: You deserve to take care of yourself. And that's a nice message. And it's so cool to see, again, when we think about all of this chemistry we normally don't get to see. We see so much chemistry between Haley and Nathan. Mm-hmm. The love story and the romance and the thing we've all, you know, loved the whole time. We're, we're seeing, we've seen all the chemistry with Peyton and Lucas that they've pretended to deny for so long. And now we're getting the payoff. Seeing atypical chemistry, Haley and Skills, mm-hmm. Peyton and Nathan like growing out,
1: mm-hmm. being
2: confidants for each other, being sweet, but having no, again, no sexual tension under it. It's so Interesting to watch.
1: Yeah, it sure is.
2: What do you think, Peyton?
1: Uh, that was the one because Peyton was really uh, servicing Nathan's storyline at a lot, like really, you know, pushing mm. him forward. But I don't feel like we talked about Peyton enough, enough, really, in this episode or a lot. Well, Maybe. I loved that. You know, I guess we've we've been focused so much on her for as the such person a long time. that has
0: to cry in every episode. I loved yeah. her ostrich mentality. In this, it's like, mm. oh, you want me to talk about my feelings? Like, here's what's not going to happen. It's like, I can't whistle. I don't do <laughs> what, I'm what I've command. doing. <laughs> but also, um, I think Peyton knew that if she got into her own sh- it would end up being like, not a pissing match between her and Nathan, but there's a level of competition she knows exists yeah. between the two of them. It's why their relationship was volatile. Um, yeah. Like, oh, your family sucks. Well, my family sucks more. And mm. uh, I like that she acknowledged what he was dealing with with his mom. Mm-hmm. And then rather than let that conversation spiral, as it very well could have, she just changed the subject to whistling. Like, how yeah. do I alleviate this? Yeah. You know, we all have to get through the day. Sometimes it's not worth going down that dark path. Like, sometimes we just have to keep it light. Um, Yeah. I like that Peyton finally got to do that, because historically, she's the one that's like, oh, there's something to cry about? Let's go. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Dive in. Let's
2: dig in. Yeah. I also like that because they've really been, she's really been holding space for him to share. Yeah. And she's given him that beautiful advice. Don't be haunted like Dan.
0: Don't be haunted. (laughs) Messed me up.
2: That hit me so hard, and I and I feel like in the face of what he shares about his mom, I like seeing her be a teenage girl that is like, I, I am not equipped for this. Like I've given you my my deepest advice, and and now you have so much on your plate. I think the best thing I can do for you is make you laugh. Yeah, like,
0: Peyton's not the it's, one it's to generous. absorb that when he says, "I wish." That, like yeah. I I was relieved to hear that my mom might die. Yeah. Peyton mm-hmm. just lost both moms. Like both moms. The girl yeah. with two dead moms is not the one you tell like I wish yeah. my mom was dead. Yeah. And so rather than give him like a speech about it, the mm-hmm. gift that Peyton gives is like, you know what? We're going <laughs> to we're going to just put this away. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> she's she's flipping the pancake. She's, she's just going to turn it right
0: over. Yeah. Again, <laughs> emotional maturity. We're that's all right. yeah. exhibiting. so <laughs> Look at us. Gracious
1: of her, very gracious. Can you, I mean how many times in your life have you had to do that? When someone says something to you that's just so insensitive and Constantly. so and you just look them right in the face and you're like, we're going to talk about something else because yeah, I huh? just
0: I don't yeah. have it in me. No, yeah. especially in our industry. Where we know it's like 18 hours a day on set, you and me, huh? Okay, well, I could pick a fight or I could make a joke. And I'm yeah. going to make a joke right now. You know oh, what? The, you,
1: f- you feel it though. Cause I've been on the other end of that too, where I've said stupid things. And then you see the, the the look wash over someone's face and then you see them switch the conversation and be really generous with you and still kind. And then just keep moving on. But it sticks in your craw. Yeah, and yeah, like, it's almost yeah, worse. <laughs> you're like, oh my God, I feel like such an idiot. And then you carry it. Yeah. And you think about it that night and the next day. and uh, <laughs> yeah. overthinking. It's almost better to just be be nice and move on because it'll just keep haunting that person later <laughs> oh, on. It's
0: <laughs> cruel. Um, had you gotten to work with Antoine much before? No, and I was so happy
1: oh, we finally got time yeah. together. We've got great chemistry together on camera mm-hmm. and yeah. we always get along really well. He's just easy to act with, easy to talk mm-hmm. with. He's, He's so, so in the fun moment. to be around. He is, and when you're acting with him, He really listens. He listens Mm -hmm. to what you're saying and he responds. And usually his response is some version of the line, but sometimes it's not. And that's what makes it so fun.
0: (laughs) It really does. I mean, I love the idea that your scenes together, this episode informed past and future, because we can totally visualize elementary school skills Mm -hmm. and Haley like, in yes! the same class with Lucas, like, piling around, yeah. being Dorco's, But we're also getting the foreshadowing of him being a huge influence in Jamie's life. Yeah. Both things are accomplished in these scenes that you guys have.
1: That's mm-hmm.
2: right. And it's so Uncle nice skills. to get some of the depth for skills. To I love when you get exposition about a character that doesn't feel like exposition. Yeah. Yeah, none of this episode did
1: which is kind of a miracle.
2: And there was so much backstory and none of it felt like, and then my parents said to me, you know? <laughs> yeah. And and it was so cool to learn about his fears and his family and his dreams and, and his, his real worry that if he didn't get a scholarship, that was kind of it. That was a wrap. That scene made me immediately burst into tears. Same. <laughs> me too. When you read that
0: letter, yeah, same.
2: I was like, oh, there it goes. It was beautiful. And the misdirect was so good. And like, I'm like literally tearing up again thinking about it.
0: Oh, my God. Him telling you how messed up it is. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Him being like, that's dark. Like, it was
1: so sweet. But knowing how much was riding on that for him. Yeah. Oh, the weight of that. How that would have felt to, to really accept like, okay it's just yeah. not in the cards for me the dream that I wanted and mm-hmm. Lucas has had a dream too by the way the basketball and mm-hmm. the, you know the idea of having to give up one dream and here's the mm. second one and if this doesn't work out it's going to be really hard to find a third mm-hmm. dreams are such a big deal when you're in high school they are they are at any point in life but it seems like they get harder to reach for the older you get and um I liked what this teacher was saying about you know, you get a chance to reinvent yourself only so many times in life. You're about to go mm-hmm. do it right now. Yeah. Think about who you are, what your dreams are, what you want to be.
2: I also really liked yeah. the reality check of some of you will feel free when you leave here and for some of you it will be very hard. Mm. Mm. You know, that's that's really nice. And to your point, Hill, like this idea that we're all supposed to just kind of play our role. Mm-hmm. and how when you're around people you've grown up with it can be really easy to fall back into those roles and you know we talked about this a couple of episodes ago about friend breakups sometimes when your role changes yeah. people really don't like it no yeah they don't want you to grow they don't want you to be different and then you figure out you know is this a moment of growing pains like am i going to go and create new relationships with people that are going to allow me to be this bigger better version of myself. And it's 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 all represented in this episode without mm-hmm. having to specifically say it, and that is my favorite kind of story.
0: Yeah. I like the freedom, you know, so many times when we talk about reinventing ourselves, it's about being a louder, more outgoing version of ourselves. And for Mm. me, it's been the exact opposite. Like I was a performative young person and the friendships Mm. that I've cultivated as an adult have been ones where I'm allowed to be not the decision maker. And like Mm -hmm. the passive one and the quiet, the follower. Like I get to be the Mm -hmm. follower. Yeah. And I feel very taken care of in those relationships Mm -hmm. because it's filling a need that, you know, was in void for so long. Um, And so this idea that some of our characters are also doing that. It's like certain characters are going out and being bolder, but then other characters Mm -hmm. like Lucas, Lucas is letting Glenda be like the leader in this conversation, be the sharer, be the one that like sets the tone about sharing and things like that. Like, I like that he kind of falls into a more passive position. Um, I like the Peyton falls into a more passive position of just like, I'm going to center you here. Mm -hmm. Let you be center. Um, Yeah, it's not always about getting out and getting loud and and bold Mm -hmm. and things like that. Sometimes blossoming means like turning inward. And so I like that both sides of that are represented here.
2: Mm -hmm. You know what, when you talk about that, how we're centering each other's experiences in new ways, I also really like that this is one of the first times I feel like we've seen Haley grapple with the weight of what it means to be a pregnant teenager. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To say, like, I'm excited to meet my son and what's going to happen to me? Yeah. What's going to happen to my dreams? You know, you you say, I, I wrote it down. You say, I still want to leave my mark on this world. Mm. And and it's so nice to see her really hold the reality, not just the fantasy. Mm-hmm. To say, I'm feeling all of these things at the same time. And I'm scared.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's I a, loved It's a it.
2: beautiful vulnerability.
1: Yeah, I loved the, the also the sort of the normalization of it that it, it's just this is just real life like mm-hmm. sometimes girls get pregnant in high school and then they got to deal with how to if they want to keep their baby if they you know how they're going to handle this. Yeah, what what are you going to do and not having everybody around her make it a problem. It's just mm-hmm. normal like everybody's like, okay, Haley's pregnant. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. she moves on and everybody supports her and it's all good. And I love that. And I loved seeing her have that kind of system around her with the friends that she's chosen. So now she can really just settle into, okay, what does this mean for me now? It's mm-hmm. not a massive torture about, oh my God, I'm a pregnant teenage girl. It's okay. I'm a pregnant teenage girl. What happens next? Mm-hmm. What's the next chapter going to yeah, hold What is me? my life going to be? Yeah. What do I, And and there's, there's a fear, but there was an excitement there too. Mm-hmm. That it's something that is, um, it's not. When I say normalize, it is out of the norm for the, most of the population. But in terms of like her just not feeling alone,
2: mm-hmm. that's special. She doesn't feel alone. Yeah, it's special. Yeah. Um, well, and by the way, regardless of what age <laughs> women become mothers, that's the key, right? is you either have a community that supports you and you're having an incredible experience Mm. because, P.S., we've got enough friends who've done it, you two included. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. So you either have a support system and you have people who hold you through the hard and who enable the happy to multiply. Yeah. Or you feel alone and it is terrifying. Yes. And it's you're right. It's really lovely to see that the people in her life knowing she's made her decision, are like, how can we support you?
0: What do you need? Joy, did you feel that way when you were pregnant in real life? I mean, I feel like there's kind of this thing in storytelling in our country, I can't speak to any other countries, where there's this drumbeat of like, if you become pregnant, no matter the age, if you become pregnant, uh, you have to start over. Or the trajectory you were on has to pause. And Mm. if... You can get back on track. You know, it's, there's some catch up work to do. Like I've just, Mm. I was scared both of my pregnancies, the way that Haley Mm. is scared where it's like, yeah, I'm super pumped. I'm having a baby. Also there's like things that come with that, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Hold on. Can we talk about the stomach? Can we talk about the baby Oh, my daddy Helly's <laughs> baby I, I can't decide if I think
2: that it's our honorable or our dishonorable mention.
0: <laughs> but, like, I okay. loved it.
2: Our friends at home, in this gorgeous sequence of scenes with Joy and Antoine, Haley and Skills are up on the roof. They're having this moment, and she's laying down. Oh, the
0: blocking's so good. The blocking it's is so, so good so and good. casual.
2: And and you like you take a little stretch, and someone in the edit bay didn't zoom in on the screen, which you can do in the edit. People like they can go, oh oh, something. There's a boom in the corner of the shot. Let's zoom in to cut it out. And Joy lifts her arms over her head, and there's the pregnancy belly pad mm-hmm. just out front and center in all its glory. Yeah, and not only the like part that goes down around your hips, but the center padding with the stitching around it like you see the whole thing down to the stitch lines
0: <laughs> uh, I love! it was a man you know it was a man because he's like no she's wearing a tank top that's a tank top yeah. under there. And he's that's like a that's, tank- that's her shirt
2: and you're like that's definitely not what that is oh my god, that awkward like not white not yeah flesh colored c- pale well, it yellow it just like
1: spanks or underwear but except for the padding oh, yeah. it was just so clearly yeah i'm really surprised nobody caught that like,
2: nobody just punched in on the shot. Yeah. It's
0: because your blocking was so good. Like, Joy, that is one they of were the gifts that you face. have is that you, your physicality is not performative. Like, you know just how to take up space in a scene mm-hmm. in a really natural way. And so, of course, Thanks. you laid down on that big, like, concrete block or whatever the hell you were yeah. on and just kind of <laughs> laid out and you were doing, like, cat stretches which is what pregnant women do <laughs> yeah. and they're like the stretching's too good like we have another take where we can't see the baby pad but we don't have the stretching in that one so Aww. Stick, yeah stick to the stretch have just it out whatever uh, well okay
1: honorable mention so to my baby belly pad then baby, baby belly, belly.
2: <laughs> jinx friends is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. <laughs> oh, that feeling of just walking in the door and it's like, my life is okay. I'm not
1: a total disaster. Like, yeah. <laughs> I really feel better about myself when my house is clean. And I think the best way to achieve that relaxing feeling of a clean home, Clorox Sentiva. Clorox
2: Sentiva provides a powerful clean with refreshing scents. And you can find your home's signature <laughs> scent. It might be coconut, grapefruit, lavender. There is a scent for every vibe.
1: Oh, it's grapefruit for me all the way.
2: Lavender for me. Friends, transform
1: your home into an oasis. With a powerful, clean and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence.
2: Get yours now at a retail store near you.
0: I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, So we have that solved for you. We figured it out. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com.
1: Okay, friends, we are here to help you out. Mother's Day is May 12th. That means it's fast approaching. So instead of scrambling last minute this year, Hillary and I think you should try Macy's for your Mother's Day gifts.
0: Oh, we sure do. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. You can shop by price, like $25 and under to $100 and under, categories like fragrance, handbags, and more, or their gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, or for grandma, or for gifts
1: that are already wrapped. Macy's is making it so easy on you. Find top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frame, Polaroid cameras, Samsung smart TV, the frame, which
0: I have a couple of love them. They're all at Macy's dot com slash gift finder. Head on over to Macy's dot com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day.
2: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively.
1: So therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I've had um, plenty of times in my life and seasons where I have needed a safe space where I could just... Uh, know that there was no judgment. I could just sort of dump out whatever I was thinking. And sometimes Mm. even just hearing myself say things out loud made it Mm -hmm. easier to go, wait a second, actually, I don't believe that. Why am I carrying that narrative around in my brain? But it doesn't always feel easy to say that kind of stuff to friends or people you're in relationship with. So I love therapy for that reason and many more.
2: I do too. I totally agree, especially because therapy is a dedicated chunk of time. Like for me, it's an hour a week
1: Well, we have some listener questions. Guys, We that went by so fast. That episode
2: went by so fast. Yeah. I want to like, I want to watch this one again.
1: I mean, all okay. right. Yeah, me too. It was so good. <laughs>
2: all right, our listener
1: question from Brianna. I notice conversations going on in the background with main cast members. Are you all really talking or just moving your mouths? How does it work as being a background extra, especially when it's a main cast member? Hmm. That's an interesting question. It depends on the day. I mean, sometimes you've been there so long and you have nothing to talk about. So you just say watermelon, watermelon, watermelon over and over again. And it looks like you're talking. And then sometimes (laughs) you're having real conversations with people and you just mouth it and you have it quietly. So they can't hear you. Yeah,
2: because you can't make noise. Yeah. But that, I think, is part of why when it's us especially, you get great background acting because you're just mouthing to each other. Yeah. And sometimes that makes you laugh, but you have to laugh silently and then it makes the other person laugh because you you know that you can't make noise and yeah. if if you've got 20 background actors who all think they're whispering they're very loud on the mic like the microphones can hear everything yeah so especially when it's us in the background we're mm-hmm. really serious about not making noise because we do not want to do another take because we're being irresponsible in the background of somebody else's shot but it i think i think that can actually make for the best background acting because you're just like, what the
0: fuck are you saying? What
2: is that word?
0: Yo, I'm going to promise like, you, I am always talking sh- when I am like <laughs> extra. If I'm in the background of your scene, I am talking sh- and I delight in it because that's like the one time where people's focus is elsewhere. They're like mm. focused on the people who are actually doing the scene work and I'm like, okay, here's what we're going to do now. Now we're going to tell yeah. secrets. Guess what? I love being background in scenes like that. And like, I might have more of a sense memory about doing that stuff than about doing the actual scenes, just sitting in the background being like these motherfuckers. (laughs) Hey, Oh
1: wait, we need to give an honorable mention to Billy, your brother who's in the bathroom. (sighs) with with That was so funny.
0: I forgot about that. (gasps) That was about the time that like, Billy had a crush on her, and I think that they threw him that bone just so they could like mm-hmm. be in the same scene together. Like, there was a point where I definitely wanted Bevan to date my brother because I was just like, "Oh, this would be so cool! Christmas would be so fun if we were related." <laughs> it didn't work out. Didn't work out. Um, but yeah, Billy had a crush on her for a while there, and I think that they just thought they were being real cute throwing him in there at the urinal Aww, with her.
2: They gave him a shot. We've got one more question. From Liz, she says, if you could play a male character from the show, who would it be and why? Dan, always.
1: It's because <sighs> Dan's the guy, you know, he's got the media storyline. It's so fun.
0: Um, My first instinct was Nathan. Yeah, I want to play Lucas. Like, I do. because Because a lot of reasons. He got paid the most and <laughs> <laughs> and i love money uh no but also i think that lucas had some really interesting things to do mm. and and yeah i yeah and i just want to brood would, that's it like i can only relate to emo characters yeah i was gonna say would you
2: would you want to play him even more emo yes
0: yes yeah. oh yeah yeah. Not only would he be like wearing eyeliner, but he'd be wearing like the used t shirt t shirts and you know, like sad sad bands. He'd like love, love it. paramore, you know.
2: Love ah, it.
1: Paramore? Oh my
2: gosh, what a singer she is though. Yeah. Oh that voice. We're spinning. Let's do it. What do I have this week? Oh my god. Yeah. Who's the most likely to move in with you?
0: I mean, you did have people move in with you.
2: I always have people move in with me. I just want to live on a commune. I want to live with all my best friends. Yeah. Bevan lived with you. Who else lived Mm -hmm. with you? Bevan lived with me. Um, Daniela was with me like most weekends. Uh, Lee was with Bevan and I in LA a lot. Yeah, I just, I love, I love having people around. Jenny, my best friend moved in with me. Um, when
0: we were still doing the show. The whole reason that Jensen and Danielle set me up with Jeffrey is to get me off their couch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I had posted up in their LA house and Jensen was like, I only get to see my girlfriend on the weekends. You can't be here. Go away. Go away. <laughs> and I also, I did the same thing to Elizabeth Arnois. Uh, I have that little sister energy where I'm like, can I come over? Yeah.
2: Can I come over? I... You we're very similar in that way. I feel like I have the big sister energy where mm-hmm. everyone moves in with me, but that's my dream come true. Like yeah. last weekend, I woke up on a Sunday morning. I'd gone to a friend's birthday the night before. I'd made a plan to get bagels with my friends and they apparently had gotten up very early and gone and gotten through the line because like at our- There's a line at a, line bagel, at a bagel place? Oh, at our favorite bagel store, the, the lines can oh, be yeah. like two hours long. What? And- and they had gotten through the line so fast for some weird reason that they were like, well, she hasn't texted yet. We'll just go over. And everybody has a key to my house.
0: So she I woke up, up to people?
2: Oh, I woke up to three friends sitting in the guest room with coffees and bagels. And 10 minutes after I woke up, four more people walked in the door. And I was like, this is the best day of my life. Yeah. <laughs> this is the best day of my <laughs> life. Like, All my people are here. We're in pajamas. Aww. This is all I want. Yeah, like, I
1: love that. It's all I
2: want. I love it. Okay, so who from the cast moved
0: in with you? I mean, Bevan. Yeah, Bevan and I live together. Okay. Which character is the most likely to move in with you?
2: I mean, Brooke also moves in with everyone. (laughs) That's That's true. true. She moves in with Lucas. She moves
0: in with Rachel. She moves in with Haley. Yeah. She lived with Peyton for a hot second.
2: That's true.
1: Mm -hmm. So, Hillary in real life, Brooke in fake life. Yeah, I'll just,
0: anybody who'll take me, I'll show up. Like a <laughs> like a sad little popper. Well, guys, that was a nice palate cleanser. I really appreciate uh, this episode f- for its bottle quality. Mm. It exists in the middle of nowhere. Love. We want to something. see a high
1: school production of this episode. Yeah, 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 man.
0: All right, what do we have next week?
1: Season four, episode fourteen: Sad Songs for Dirty Lovers.
0: Ooh, sounds uh, fun. Dirty. Okay, guys. Love you. See you next week.
2: Thanks for joining. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review. You can also
0: follow us on Instagram at dramaqueensoth. Or email us at dramaqueens at iheartradio.com. See you <laughs> next time.
1: We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl. Drama girl. Cheering girl. for the right team. Drama queens. Drama queens. Smart girl, girl, Tough girl. you could sit with us, girl. Drama queens, queens, drama queens. Drama, drama queens, drama
0: queens. I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, so we have that solved for you. We figured it out. Summer is going to be here before you know it, so do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared.